At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Ah, living the dream once again on a spectacular Saturday. It is Hartman and Paul and East right here. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Olden, it's been a while. It's great to hook up with you here on this beautiful Saturday. It's not like anything's going on these days. (laughs) I know there's nothing going on. It's good to be with you too, Steve. Yeah, Olden, uh, there's so many things we want to get to in the aftermath of the NBA draft and obviously with free agency looming right now it's not your normal free agency year there's so many different possible storylines who's going where who's staying who's going and everything else but i, I want to get started right now just talking about the aftermath of the nba draft uh, you know i on my radio show during the week i i i call with the post draft let the real gains begin and i say that because it's the free agency period where guys can move teams and really change the whole dynamic of the league. I don't see anybody in this past NBA draft that has the same clout. Now, a lot of people assume that Zion Williamson is the next transcendent player in the league. I mean, this is the most hype we've seen maybe since LeBron in the 2003 draft. I mean, we had Anthony Davis. I mean, we've had Kyrie Irving. We've had other, you know, big-name top guys that ultimately have become great stars in this league. But we haven't we haven't seen this kind of hype, seriously, since LeBron James in 2003. So I'm going to 
I'm going to venture into your wealth of knowledge since guiding <laughs> the University of Virginia to their final four appearance in 1984 when you dominated Uwe Blop in the suites in the Elite Eight. I remember this. You finished the job Ralph Sampson couldn't do in 83. So let's talk about this, Olden. All your years around this league, you've seen them all. You have literally seen – you played against them. You've seen them all. When you watch Zion Williamson's game and how it's going to – transferred to the NBA, do you see a transcendent player that's going to place his name with the absolute elite in the NBA? No, not at this moment. I honestly don't. And the reason I say that, and I don't want people to start calling me a hater and anything like that, I say that with, with this caveat. I love the kid. I think his personality, his marketability Personified. I think he is just a wonderful kid. I coach against you know him in AAU basketball, so I've seen him up close and personal. I'm saying that because I've seen him up close and personal when he played against taller and bigger guys, he wasn't dominating. And this is AAU basketball. And so, yes, he did, he had a great season at Duke, but you also had R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, Trey Jones. You just had. You had solid players, and you're playing for Shushevsky. So, and besides, I've seen this before, <laughs> and I keep telling people they don't want to believe. There's nothing new in this world. There's nothing new in the NBA. We've had Zos. We've had, you know, people with the same names. We've had the same type games. Zion reminds me of. I'll start with Larry Johnson, Rodney Rogers. Sean Kemp, Charles Barkley. I can go on and on. These are big guys, big bodies. Undersized for their position. Mature, mature for their college years. Exactly. Yeah. But then when they get to the NBA, it's like, uh, okay, now what? And to me, and I also look at, you know, I wasn't a great shooter, but I played with the greatest of shooters. And so from everything that they've told me, I've become an expert at shooting, even though I still can't shoot (laughs) great, but I know what to look for. Mm -hmm. And I know what they look for. And I know what GMs and scouts look for. He has, like Lonzo, we knew his shot was going to be horrible, you know, because his mechanics are horrible. And Zion is similar in the fact that he has a C follow through. And you're not supposed to have a C follow-through in your shot. You're supposed to write the letter I in your shot with your index finger. But he writes the letter C. And so to me, when I saw that on TV, I'm like, oh, man, that has to be corrected. Oh, I, I think a lot of people say, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, there, there have been people that have had unorthodox shooting styles. I mean, I think all the way back, even predating you to the great Jamal Wilkes, who had a very unique shooting style that even John Wooden at UCLA said, I'm not going to tinker with this. I mean, it's working for the guy. He's throwing it sort of behind his head, sort of a spin ball that that was working effectively. Which is fine. Right. Jamal Wilkes, Allen Level. Mm -hmm. We've had a bunch of guys with unorthodox shots. Right. But they follow through. Sean Marion. But they follow through. Right. Was critical. Yeah. And that's the key. If you look at Jamal Wilkes shoots, he did the whip around. Yeah. But when he finished, mm-hmm. he wrote the letter I. 
Okay, so that so that's the key right there. All right, so by the way, I, I, I I'm sorry that I left this out of your introduction. Uh, how does it feel to have the Cavaliers atop the college basketball world for the first time? I can't even put it in words, man. What was to it go like from... to watch winning that championship? An unbelievable the, matchup. The flipped up how I felt last year. Right, exactly. <laughs> so when you're, you're the one sixteen matchup, you lose yeah. badly, and everybody blowing up my those, phone. To, you those, know, I mean, those two uh, final. Four games were unbelievable. They were incredible, you know. And the thing I keep saying is they easily could have just said, you know what, we were the first one seed to lose. Mm-hmm. Forget it. You know, especially in some of the games where we were down. And Well, how but, about you were down to the 16th seed in the begin- first, first matchup? first matchup, exactly. Like, oh, is this going to repeat <laughs> itself? But they found a way. Tony yeah. better stayed the course. Mm-hmm. And these guys really picked up um, – uh, Kyle and Ty, they they excellent. DeAndre, all those guys, man, they just balled out, and I was so ecstatic, man, to break that thirty plus year curse. Yes, Lord. I mean it's it's unbelievable when your school. I kind of like being the. La- I kind of like being part of that last team, but I was like, is this ever gonna end? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, congratulations to your Cavs on that. All right, let's when we uh, when we talk about this draft, it was interesting. And I, I, really, I want to get into the draft itself. I'm going to do that coming up here shortly. But when we went into last season, the freshman class, everybody was talking R.J. Barrett. In fact, so much so that R.J. Barrett joined a very select class of incoming freshmen that were selected to the preseason AP All-American team. I remember Harrison Barnes did this at North Carolina. We're talking about the AP puts out a preseason All-American team. And R.J. Barrett made it, even though he hadn't actually played a game at Duke. There was not; it wasn't even close. I mean, R.J. Barrett was the star. He's the Kobe Bryant. He is the superstar of this incoming freshman class. And almost from day one, after a couple of windmill dunks, Zion Williamson pushed R.J. Barrett aside. Now the New York Knicks have got R.J. Barrett. By the way, it was a little unfair. Do you see what happened? He had his press conference, yes. and somebody asked the first question was, "How do you feel?" about carrying this uh, franchise on your your shoulders. shoulders. And he's like, "Uh, I haven't even played a game yet. Uh, But welcome to New York. But ultimately, five years from now, ten years from now, if everything goes well, will the Knicks look back and say, wow, we actually did get the best player in that draft? I think they're going to say that definitely this year, that we got the best player. Because they're going to allow him to play. And he's not a number three pick, so there's not that stigma or that pressure of being a number one. Even though he legitimately was the number one guy, he was the best player coming into college. And again, Zion is a product of social media. You know, all these followers and everything else and those highlight dunking reels. And that's, again, one of the reasons why I say I don't think all this stuff is going to translate well into the NBA. We've had high leapers, and eventually they just had to change their game around. Look at Blake Griffin now. He can't even jump anymore. And so Remember Harold Miner? Harold Miner. Yeah, we've had that's why I say nothing is new. Right. But Zion, again, he is he is a transcendent figure in this aspect. You know, like you mentioned Kyrie and a bunch of those guys. It ha- I, to me it happens every ten to fifteen years, roughly, where we have the new guy. You know, we had Michael, and then we had, I think Kobe came in right around that time from 84 to 96-ish. And then 
Now, then we had LeBron, and now it's going to be Zion, in my personal opinion. But I just don't think his body and the way he goes so hard can withstand 82 regular season games and maybe even the playoffs when it gets real physical. I just don't think he can do that all the time. He's going to have to change his game around a little bit, and that's going to take a toll on him because now he has to start playing a different style of basketball to be able to last. You cannot – I used to say this about Dwayne Wade. If he doesn't change his game, this boy – he was always falling on the floor. And I'm like, that floor don't move. So you got to figure out a way to change your style of play, which he ended up doing. Stop, you know, going so hard to the basket and falling to the ground. So everybody has to do that to be successful. I I, I totally agree with you on R.J. Barrett. I I really believe this is a guy whose game is going to translate to the NBA style. I've always wanted to ask you this, Olden, all the years we've known each other. Your freshman year at Virginia was Michael Jordan's junior year, his final year at North Carolina. So obviously you got to play against him. And then obviously played against him for many years in the NBA. When you saw him at North Carolina, granted you were a freshman at Virginia, I get all that. But when you think back to the Jordan you saw at North Carolina, and yes, he was the college basketball player of the year, but what you later saw in the NBA, was that there at North Carolina? Or was that something that just he was like a whole different animal once he got to the NBA? A whole different animal. The the I hate to use the hyperbole, but the leashes were, you know, taken off of him. Dean Smith kept it, him it, under wraps. Yeah, and that's, that was the running joke. Who's the only man to hold Michael Jordan <laughs> under, under 20? 20 <laughs> so it was that. You didn't see when you saw him at North Carolina. As great as he was at North Carolina, obviously an All-American Player of the Year, that was not the not, guy you no. saw in the NBA. We saw Michael Jordan in college. We saw Ed Jordan in the NBA. Right. And that's the difference. We saw Ed Jordan. We saw the marketing, the branding, and everything else. because We didn't see all of this. And the game opened up for him, and it was like, wait a minute, where did this guy come from? Right. So that's, you know? see, this is the amazing thing. And this is why when we sit there and we try to, you know, break down the draft and everything else, how does a game, how does a certain player's game translate to the next level? All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Olden Polonies is in the house. Uh, we got a lot to get to about free agency, and we're going to start with the number one name out there. The hilarity surrounding Kawhi Leonard. Coming up next. <laughs> At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Juan Gabriel, Juan Gis, Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Carol G, La Bichota, Cristina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story from rags to riches and all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Steve Harbin, Olden Polonies with you here on this beautiful Saturday. All right, free agency will officially begin on July 1st, but... Believe me, it's starting right now. In fact, it's been in the works all season long. It's been interesting that we have had a season that has come and gone, Olden, where everyone was talking more about postseason than the actual season itself. And Adam Silver, the commissioner, was fully aware of this. Because of the uh, potential move of so many big names in the NBA as the playoffs were sort of motoring through and everyone just assumed that the Golden State Warriors were going to have a walkover to another NBA championship. Nobody was talking about the NBA playoffs. I mean, nobody. It was all about, you know, where's what's KD going to do? What's Kawhi going to do? All this kind of story. So now we're here, okay? And one thing, if you do a little history of the NBA and free agency, one of the things people forget about is all this talk that this guy's going here and this guy's moving here and this guy's moving there is most guys stay put because <laughs> of the money. Think of Paul George at OKC. Think of Chris Paul in Houston. They went for the money. So let's talk about Kawhi Leonard right now, the enigma that is arguably right now, well, in the in this time and space, he is the best player in the NBA. He just led the Toronto Raptors to an NBA championship. Now, I know there's LeBron. I know there's a lot of great players in the league. But in the moment, right now, 
Kawhi's at the top of the mountain because yes. he's a champion. He's the NBA Finals MVP, the one award that matters the most. Okay, so there's two factors when you have thinking about what Kawhi is going to do in the future. There is the opportunity to win championships, which obviously is a priority for him, and there's money. And anyone that decides to say, well, Kawhi's not the... Everyone's a money person, believe me. Kawhi is no different than anyone else. And if you put those two factors together, winning a championship again and maxing out his money potential, there really is only one choice for him. And that is to sign a short-term deal to stay in Toronto, which obviously going into next year would give him the best chance of a back-to-back championship because everybody's under contract there with the exception of Danny Green. And down the road, he would increase his long-term potential of making money. Am I right? You are absolutely right. And that's what I would do. But I'm not in his shoes. You're right. Go for a back-to-back uh, championship. Everybody's under contract, like you said. And you actually maximize your value because now your 10-year kicker kicks in and he's going to get an extra amount of money. So it, it's a perfect situation for him to stay. Plus, the two years affords him the opportunity to do what LeBron's been doing for the last several years. One, one in an option. It gives you so much more leverage. And that would be the right thing to do, but I just don't know if he's going to do it. And everybody talking about, well, he wanted to come back to L.A. Remember that when it first came out? He never specifically said it was going to be the Lakers. He he's just never to, said that. Yeah, he just wanted to come play for the for L.A. And with that being said, the Clippers are a viable option. But again, to your point, stay in Toronto, play the two years, and then you know figure <clears throat> excuse me figure everything out later. But you're right. That point you made early on is so absolutely true. We hype ourselves up, and then all of a sudden, everybody ends up staying. Because no, we tell guys all the time, do not leave money on the table. I don't care who you are. Just don't leave it on the table. The last person to do that was KD, and I promise you, KD's not doing that anymore. I, I don't. There's no such thing anymore. Just take all you can get. You know, if they if you're supposed to get a supermax, get a supermax. Stop giving the team money back. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that about giving money back. Let's talk about Kemba Walker for a second here. So Kemba Walker, by making third-team All-NBA, qualified for the Supermax deal. Understand, we're talking $221 million? $221 million, as opposed to $191 million if he'd not qualified for the Supermax deal. That's $30 million. But if he were to sign, the most he could sign for another team was uh, what four years, hundred sixty-four million? Yeah. Well, we're talking fifty-seven million dollars that you're leaving on the table. And I've been hearing arguments from people saying, "Well, let's say Kemba Walker joined the the Lakers. You know, he can make up that money." And no, he's not. No, he's not. He's not making up fifty-seven million dollars playing third wheel to LeBron James and Anthony Davis. What was interesting to me was Kemba sort of going public, Olden, where he said, you know, he's willing to take less. I don't know where that came from. Uh, if, if you're down there in Charlotte right now, if you're if you're Michael Jordan running the show down there, how valuable is Kemba Walker to you? Would you even, if a player has qualified for the Supermax, do you dare offer him less? 
<laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Mike's going to find a way to do it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, wait a second. But that's that's a slap. If you do that, you're sending a message to other players out there. You're going to have a hard time finding good players to join your franchise. You are. My, uh, the Charlotte Hornets have never paid the luxury tax. Michael's really cheap when it comes to that. And Kemba exposing his hand like that was a bad move. But um, taking less from a Supermax is not going to be $30, $40 million. We're talking about maybe a $3, $3 million, $4 million, something like that. It's not going to be that massive amount. But again, Players need to stop giving money back. These teams make enough money. Get all you can get. This thing is short. You don't have X amount of years that you can play. You don't know when it's going to be over. Perfect example is a guy like Kevin Durant. As great a player as he is, we don't know what's going to happen with this Achilles. You just don't know. And so to me, Kobe had his at the tail end of his career. So it was pretty much over anyway for him. And most people rarely get back to the way they used to be. Well, they always use the one exception of Dominic Wilkins. Dominique, after blowing his Achilles at in his early 30s, was able to come back and have a couple of highly productive years. And you say, well, I mean, and Dominic was an explosive player. Here, If all Kevin Durant had to do was stand and shoot jumpers, that would be fine. I think he could do that, but that's not the NBA. You got to play both ends of the court. And that's not his mentality. And that's why he got hurt. Right. Because he started off shooting jumpers mm-hmm. and made three threes. And then all of a sudden, my instincts kick in. Right. I want to drive to the basket. That's who I am. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, by the way, you know, I, I, you know who really walked away unscathed in that whole thing was Steve Kerr. I hate Steve Kerr. I don't say hate. Hate's a strong word. He just smug. Smug Steve Kerr. He was the one that prior to that game went out of the, you know, out of the blue, Kevin Durant's going to play is that we're going to use him in spot situations. Spot situations. Played 12 of the first 14 minutes. He let him stand on the court the entire time and then boom, down he goes. Spot situations means spot situations. You're supposed to put him in, take him out. You know, a couple of things here and there. He but hadn't played in 33 days. He exactly. hadn't even practiced. Yeah. And so, it, I'm not going to – you say hate or you don't want to use the word hate. Smug. He is smug. And I think that was the whole – persona of the Warriors. You know, they had gotten a little I'm bit arrogant. You. you know, and a little smudge. So they kind of got knocked down a little bit. Albeit that two injuries to two major players does take the sting off of it a little bit. And I'm not going to apologize for the Toronto Raptors for taking full advantage There's of no that. asterisk on that championship. There's no asterisk. It's like, hey, it would have been a great series all the way around, but but that smugness, that, that's got to go a little Remember, the that's Raptors go. beat the Warriors twice in the regular season, and Kevin Durant played in both of those yeah. games. Yeah. So, no, no, there's no asterisk on, on, the, on the Raptors. They won the NBA championship. They were the best team. By the way, you know Gavin, our producer, got rich. He doubled down twice <laughs> on Toronto through the playoffs to win it all. Wow. I wouldn't say rich, but it is a— Have you gotten that check yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, you well, got oh, the no, check? No, 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 it's in the mail. Oh, it's, it's in the mail. It's in the mail. Oh, that's going to be in the mail Next week, <laughs> I'll have an update. <laughs> that's going to be in the mail for a while. <laughs> he's, he's, never, he's never actually cashed in. Yeah. You know, and uh, this time he has cashed in. All right. Uh, it's, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studio. So I know what's trending right now is uh, Ryan Finley. 
BF hey. in the house. What's going on, Brian? What's going How are on, you, man? guys? How you yeah. doing? Toronto Mayor John Tory at a press conference today announced this ridiculous strategy to keep Kawhi Leonard in Raptorland this free this pre or this uh, free agent period. Voice of the fans uh, should be heard, which it should. Then the best way to do that, the Toronto way to do that, is to sign this petition, uh, and we can hopefully uh, see him uh, presented with uh, thousands upon thousands of signatures and comments from people saying, "We love you. Uh, you've won the key to our hearts. You've won the championship. We want you to stay here and be part of Toronto going." Well, how cute is that? A meaningless list of signatures at quietyoushouldstay.com is going to guilt trip Leonard into staying and Tory <laughs> urge fans and media to stop bombarding Kwai when he's out on the town in Toronto asking about stay with us here in Toronto and talking about his looming free agency. Just a something you might hear out of the onion. Hey, online car shopping can be confusing but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Yukon will divorce from the AAC and re-up with the Big East Conference. Husky Sports will compete in the Big East starting in 2020, minus the football program. Yeah, they actually have a team there. They're still searching for a conference landing spot because according to the USA Today, the AAC is leaning towards dumping Husky football from its league. And in the NHL, the Nashville Predators trading P.K. Subban to the New Jersey Devils. Nashville receiving Steven Santini, Jeremy Davies, and two second-round picks. We'll be back with Steve Hartman Golden Paul Neese in a moment, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to Farmers. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. And guys, I just don't understand how some signatures picked up by the city is really going to have a say in what Kawhi does. It just doesn't make too much sense to me. Back to you. Alright, well, first of all, we're going to affect it. We, yes. we just we just laid out the right game plan. I understand that, Brian. Perfect. We just laid it out for Kawhi. Listen to us. And you will get everything you want. Another <laughs> chance to win a ring and more money down the road. It's it's a perfect scenario. All right, Brian, we'll talk to you a little bit later on. Once again, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save 15% of our car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. All right, a little, little respite from all this NBA talk. Uh, let's talk a little football right now. And joining us is our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider, the great Alex Marvez, is joining us once again. And Alex, uh, I remember the first time I saw Michael Thomas play. He went to my high school, Taft High School. And I was covering a uh, high school game for my local television station. And I see Keyshawn Johnson at the game. I'm like, Key, what are you doing here? He goes, that's my nephew. Really? Is any good? He goes, yeah, but nobody seems to know it. Well, they know it now, and now he wants to be the highest-paid wide receiver uh, in the National Football League. What's going to happen here in this negotiation between the Saints and Michael Thomas? Interesting uh, report by the New Orleans Times-Picayune, Jeff Duncan, on Friday, saying that the Thomas camp has lowered 
their contract demands to $22 million a season on the average. To put this in perspective, Odell Beckham Jr., currently the highest paid wide receiver with an $18 million per year average. So, you know, I think that the Saints are willing to go probably in the 18 to $19 million range. We have not had the first $20 million a year average at wide receiver yet. That number is probably coming. And we get into a little bit of a, uh, uh, you know, game of chicken here as well because we have the situation with Julio Jones in Atlanta. So is Michael Thomas willing to sign a deal? before Julio signs his deal? And then how does Amari Cooper figure into this? And Amari thinks that he should be in that conversation, even though his production has not been what Michael Thomas's has been, nor what Julio Jones has been. But he's in the right place at the right time, an emerging player entering the final year of his rookie contract. So with Michael Thomas, I imagine this gets done because the alternative, Stephen Olden, is this. You play for $1.1 million in 2019, and you ultimately face a franchise tag in 2020. So I would think that at some point they can posture all that they want. Reality is that they're probably going to take a deal to rip up that final year of Michael Thomas's rookie contract to be able to get him paid. And then if it's $18 million a year, you know, at least you're getting Odell money. Maybe it'll be $18 million and $1. If you understand what I'm saying, get that $1 more to say you are now the highest paid wide receiver in football until Julio signs his deal. Let me ask you this about uh, wide receivers in general. Now, the Michael Thomas numbers that just, you know, shout out are his ability to catch the football. And when he's targeted, he ends up catching the ball. How much does that have to do with the, uh, I don't know, most accurate quarterback on record at least single season in Drew Brees? And how much does that have to do with Michael Thomas? Uh, a little bit of both. I mean, but Michael's a really good receiver. But, yeah, that's, that's part of where the Saints are at. I mean, it's, you know, that's what a franchise quarterback does, right? He can make, you know, pede- not pedestrian, but he can make good wide receivers look like very good wide receivers. He can make pedestrian receivers look like good receivers. And he can make very good wide receivers like Michael Thomas, extremely good wide receivers. The thing that we can't discount, though, is how dependable, productive, and reliable Michael Thomas has been for the Saints. I mean, no player, if I'm not mistaken, in NFL history – has caught more passes through their first three seasons than Michael Thomas. And when you've got Drew Brees, and and this is something else to think about here, if this gets ugly, if Michael Thomas doesn't show up to camp, you know, Drew Brees is playing season to season at this point. And, you know, not having Michael Thomas there doesn't move the Saints any closer to getting a Super Bowl ring for Drew Brees before it's all said and done. So there is something to be said of that. But, no, the Saints have been reticent to pay big money to wide receivers in the past because they figure Drew Brees can, can compensate for, you know, at that position and make some guys look better than what they are. Michael Thomas, though, he's the real deal. Hey, Alex Olden here. Um, yes. My question is this. You know, we look at basketball, guaranteed contracts. Baseball, guaranteed contracts. Big contracts. What is it about the NFL to where, especially as dangerous as this sport is, in my personal opinion, that they don't have actual guaranteed contracts? Uh, well, that's, that's a great question, and it's one that's, uh, that you should actually maybe head over to an NFL Players <laughs> Association meeting. They need and, your and guidance, Olden. You know, raise that question with DeMora Smith. Why aren't our contracts guaranteed? And, and listen, NFL owners will tell you that, uh, you know, number one, what they'll tell you is that first, the, the, like you say, the injury rate is so high. If we start guaranteeing contracts, you know, what's going to end up happening is that we're going to be paying for guys who are hurt and, you know, may not ever be the same player against some of them who suffer injuries. It's those, that type of thinking. I'm with you. I mean, that's an interesting stance by the players to get their money guaranteed. And what you're noticing now, 
too, and this is where it gets really interesting, look at the amount of money guaranteed to some of the marquee players in the NFL and what it's becoming in terms of guaranteed portions of their contract. Now, that's tremendous for the players, right? And in some ways, it's good for the team to have the player locked up. Here's the flip side of it. When you have an Alex Smith situation and you've got $71 million of his contract guaranteed and he's probably never going to play again and he's counting against your salary cap, and you've got no choice but to pay him. I get it. It, it, You should pay him, right? He got hurt working for you. That's how things work. But, you know, a lot of times, though, fans say, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? How are we going to be competitive when we have Alex Smith counting so much money against our salary cap and no way to get out of it? But, Olden, it's a great question. And, you know, the Players Association just hasn't really, you know, banged on the desk for it and said we are not going to report to work until you guarantee our contracts. We'll see if they think that this current salary structure is the best way for players to get paid because what the NFL teams have threatened as well is okay, we're gonna you can do this, but we want to redo the entire salary cap structure. We want to we want to lower the salaries and things like this, uh, you know, because of the fact that you're going to have potential injuries and we're going to need to compensate for it because we're going to be paying guaranteed money to players. For example, if you sign a player at 29 years old, you know, and you may want to go year to year at that point rather than guarantee future money in the contract because a player is injured, so they may want to go on the cheap there. But a great question and one that we just don't have enough time on this show to answer. All right, let me throw another question at you. Pass interference replay. All right, we knew this was going to happen in the aftermath of what happened in the Saints-Rams NFC Championship game. They've decided to experiment for one year where you can challenge either a pass interference call or non-call until the last two minutes of the half of the game, and then the officials take over, and then we'll reevaluate at the end of the season. All right, we get why this was done. How is this going to play out? What's your prediction here, Alex? I think it'll work out well until there's that one play that isn't reviewed. Right. Right. You know, and, and, and I understand where the league is going with this. You do not want every single play that is going on inside the final two minutes, really more of the, of the end of the game in the fourth quarter than in the first half. You just don't want constant stoppages because it takes forever to get this thing done, right? You start adding three, four minutes, and if you have five stoppages, you're adding just so much time. You're, you know, fans are getting restless. The players are getting restless. They're exhausted being in that final, you know, the final few moments of a game. That's not what you want. The, the intent of this rule is to make sure that we don't have a situation again like what happened with New Orleans and the Rams. And I like the fact that it's going to be reviewed by an official because if you, you put a coach in a tough spot, if you run out of challenges during a game and then that play happens, are you, even, you wouldn't be able to throw a flag. You wouldn't be able to challenge it. And ultimately, the purpose of this rule, which is to correct when an official makes a huge mistake like that, it doesn't get done. So I think that's the, good, that's the positive part about this rule, that we will have a mechanism in place in critical situations, and even the non-critical when challenged outside two minutes, to have offensive or defensive pass interference that was committed flagged. That's the good part about it. The bad part is, well, think about this. What if the official doesn't want to review a play that there was in pass interference? And there is something that happened, and you know, fans are going to believe that to be the case. And then, you know, that becomes its own controversy onto itself. Uh, you know, or, you know, that's the whole thing, though. How, how liberal are they going to be in overturning calls, Steve? I mean, what the letter of the law of this, of this rule says is that it has to not be, you know, there's, it's a judgment call, and they understand that, but it has to be very clear and obvious that there was a mistake made by the official. So it lends itself to controversy, but at the end of the day, my hope is, quite honestly, that we just don't get a situation like with the Saints and the Rams 
Rams, so there's a penalty committed on the field. Two penalties, actually, helmet-to-helmet contact, pass interference, no flag by the officials. Head official did a terrible job getting his crew together to talk about it, and then the game continued, and the Saints had no mechanism, no out, you know, no recourse in getting the call corrected. My prediction is going to be one and done. I, I think it's going to be a, a nightmare. I really do, for all the reasons you just said. Alex, it's always great to catch up with you on a Saturday. Much more coming up with this down period. You know, we're down through all the mini camps and everything else, and now we move into that wasteland until training camp, and that's when the real stories begin. Alex, we'll talk to you next week. Fantastic, gentlemen. Thank you so much. All right, Alex Marvez joining us right there, our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider. All right, the Golden State Warriors, folks, have got some big decisions to make. And the timing for them could not be any worse. We're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. And by the way, great news, quick and easy way for you to save money, switch to Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Go to Geico.com and see how much you can save. Will KD, will Clay Thompson still be Warriors next season? We're going to tell you. Coming up next. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing. And a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Steve Harbin, Olden Polonies. We were just talking about uh, parking charges. He was stunned when I, I was telling him that the the parking at the Warriors' new arena, we understand, is going to be 80 bucks a game. 80 bucks a game. And then I, I mentioned to him that the Chargers down at their soccer stadium charge $100 if you want to park next to the stadium. If you park in the cheaper lot, you have to walk over a mile all the way across the Cal State Dominguez Hills campus to get there, and you can't tailgate. Um, and I even showed him the sign here. You're, you're in shock here, Olden. And I says, I am. General parking, $100. There it is. Right they there. They had right. that Jeez. sign. They is very shady. They had that sign in the preseason, by the way. Yes. So I paid that for a Seahawks Chargers preseason game. <laughs> Hundred dollars. All right. So if you're the Warriors right now, boy, do you have some decisions to make? Kevin Durant. We were talking earlier about old uh, this uh, olden about you know what kind of player is he going to be? Blown Achilles. We we don't see guys come back from blown Achilles who are anywhere near the player that they used to be. And then you have Clay Thompson, who I guess the only fortunate thing for you there is, is that he didn't earn a Supermax deal. A max deal for him is at $191 million. He's coming in a, off an ACL. I talked to his father, Michael, dear friend, and he he assures me that, that he'll be okay. But you're talking about two stars that we're not going to probably see much of any, if at all, next season. And you're moving into this new arena where you're charging an insane amount of money for these fans. By the way, these aren't the Oakland fans. This is San Francisco. Francisco. These are big money fans, and they are anxious to see their beloved Warriors move into this new arena. So if you're Warriors management right now, do you just throw caution to the wind? You give KD whatever he wants. You give Clay Thompson whatever he wants. You understand that uh, we may not see these guys this year. I mean, how do you handle this if you're the Warriors? Well, Bob Myers has already said it publicly we are willing to offer max deals to clay and kd and i mean he said it publicly so i'll hold his feet to the fire on that one they're gonna do it because based on the new arena and the revenue that's gonna be coming in from that but also 
you know, with what they've also said recently is that maybe if KD does want to go somewhere else, we'll do a sign and trade, make sure he gets his full value, and then trade him wherever he wants to go, which is kind of cool for them to do. But I wouldn't just be so quick to do it. I would want to keep Kevin Durant more than anybody else on this team. I don't care what anybody says. I know how great Steph and Clay are, but Kevin Durant is the guy that made life easy for everybody else. Period. It's not Draymond. It's not anybody. It's Kevin Durant. That's who you hold on to more than anybody else. All right. So, but again, we don't know what kind of player he's going to be. Yeah, unfortunately, that's the million-dollar question, those Achilles. You know, if he comes back the same, then he's fine. But if there's a little hitch, ooh. I mean, just look at what happened. Now, look at it. Kobe had more mileage on him than Steph did. But, I mean, Kobe was never the same. No, I mean, wasn't. because if it wasn't the Achilles, once you start having injuries below the waist, uh. It just compounds itself. And this is really what happened to KD. You've got a calf situation. Maybe you're favoring a little bit. It leads to the Achilles blown Achilles. I mean, we see this over and over again. Once you start having problems with your legs, your feet, your ankles, whatever it may be, your Achilles, they don't just go away. They seem to compound themselves as time moves forward. Yeah, it does. And one of the things right now, and I'm trying to figure it out since it happened, um, 222 days is... Um, the shortest, which was Wesley Matthews, that anybody's ever come back. And three, three over 350 days or 360 days is um, DeMarcus Cousins. But you can't tell with DeMarcus because he ended up hurting his quad. And so I don't know if he's even healthy enough to even get a good gauge. But Wesley Matthews is not as explosive as he was before. And he's limited in what he can do. So... Kevin Durant, that's his. That's part of his game. Not only shooting threes, but being able to go by players and being explosive. And I just how about playing the defensive end? Being able to react on on a shot block, exactly. So it's oh my god, this is he's thrown a real major wrench in all of this. <laughs> he's yeah. affect, he's affected about ten franchises. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, coming up in the next hour, I mean, I, I don't even know where to begin with the New York Knicks right now. I mean, wow. I mean, you know, the Knicks, Knicks thought they, here's, I, I just read the other day after they uh, they draft R.J. Barrett, they expect to sign Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, and Kyrie Irving. <laughs> okay, mm. sure, why not? Uh, let's, let's, maybe we can make the deal, maybe we can get Anthony Davis to be traded from the Lakers to the Knicks. Dream maybe big. We throw him out. <laughs> I mean, you can say anything, but uh, there are a lot of teams out there that actually may end up empty-handed that, you know, had decided to have these max deals and everything, you know, max contracts available, clearing cap space and everything for this huge wave of free agency that end up with nothing. Now, the one team that got something, but at what cost, are the Los Angeles Lakers. And what do LeBron and company do from there? From the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, we'll tell you next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, yeah, big Saturday once again here on the Vast Fox Sports Radio Network. Harbin and Polonies coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 50 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Well, I know there's a lot of things going on. Are you a big baseball guy, Olden? Do you watch a lot of baseball? I love baseball. I know. Go you, Yankees. Yeah. Hey, go Yankees right now. Are, are you a big fan of just this insane increase in the long ball? Like everything, everyone just, you know, shooting for the fences, which is really what we've seen in the NBA. Everyone just firing off three-point shots, more scoring, more and more, you know, that baseball is the same way. Launch angles, swing as hard as you can on every single pitch. But- 
It's been around, Steve. It's been there. Nothing but is not at different. This, but not, the, not at this level. We Come have. On. I mean, we're setting new records. Listen, all-time yeah, records. that's true. As far as like the whole team, it's like right. everybody's Everyone's a home run hitter swinging now. Swinging for the fences. <laughs> Whatever. You know what I miss in baseball more than anything else? And I was a big Dodger fan in the '70s. Davey Lopes. Oh, you know, yes. You know, and you get that great base deal, a Ricky Henderson, a Tim yes. Raines. You know, There's go no back to days of Lou Brock and the excitement when that. Marty base dealer gets on Phil, oh. you know, when they, he gets on first and the crowd's like, you know, and the, you know, is he going to go? And then he goes and the crowd goes crazy. Gone. Gone. You're right. Th- those days are gone. I mean, you don't have that anymore. How about the days of the drag bunt? Oh, I know. Oh, the bunt itself. Sure. Oh, my goodness. Well, these were ways to what we call manufacture runs. I mean, if you go really old school, back in the mid-60s when the Dodgers were, you know, had Koufax and Drysdale, Maury Wills, they had speed, they didn't have any home run hitters, so they had to manufacture yeah. runs. But you know what? There was a lot more action on the field. Now, basically, you get up there, home run, strikeout, walk. I mean, that's that's pretty much what it comes down to Trust nowadays. me, I know plenty of that with my Yankees. Stanton, Judge, all them guys. It's like, home run, strikeout. Right. Strikeout, home run. How about you guys, Sanchez? <laughs> I mean, it's uh, that's what that's it is, it right? Oh, I mean, yeah. it's uh, all right. Well, we'll, we'll give baseball a little respite because uh, the bottom line is we got so much NBA news. Uh, to yeah, get I think to. we have enough time with baseball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> baseball's got a long season, almost to the halfway point, almost to the halfway point of the season. Uh, once we get past the All Star break, it'll get much more interesting. But right now, between now and the start of free agency signing, the NBA is taking center stage, and of course, no franchise has a brighter light than the Los. Angeles Lakers. You know, I get back to uh, a couple weeks ago, Adam Silver was asked about the state of the Lakers, and he said, you know, I trust that they'll figure it out. And I know he said that publicly, but I guarantee you behind closed doors, the NBA's like, we cannot, under any circumstance, have a repeat of last year. When we don't have LeBron James in the playoffs, we get killed. The ratings proved it. It really was a ratings loser all season long with LeBron moving from the Eastern Conference to the Western Conference. It was a disaster. And then all of a sudden came up that magical day that was known as the NBA lottery. Just magical. The Pelicans had a 4% chance of getting the number one pick. Boom, they got it. The Lakers had a 2% chance of getting a top four pick. Boom, they got it. Let's see, 4% and 2% both happening? Come on. I mean, astronomical odds. <laughs> but just magically, the ping pong balls worked their way so that the deal that failed at the All-Star break could actually get done, and it got done. But at what price? Now, the Lakers apparently either knew and didn't care or had no idea the cap ramifications in making this deal to Anthony Davis. So, as an observer, Olden, and as someone, I know you know Rob Polink, you know everyone in this Laker organization, you know him well. What happened here? Why, why are they scrambling right now? to dump whatever assets they have left, which are very few, to try to increase max space to still be in line for one of the top-line free agents. How did this happen? A major misstep by Rob Palenka. And I love Rob. I think he's, I, I mean, I heard what Magic said and all that. I think he's a great guy. He's always been great to me. 
and but it was a major misstep. And for a former agent who deals in contracts for players of this magnitude all the time, you had one of the greatest players in Kobe Bryant. You did his deal. You know the numbers. How do you mess this up? You know, and it goes to show you experience is really a major, major difference. David Griffin had the experience as a general manager, and he took full advantage of Rob Palenka's inexperience. And it's unfortunate because now they're scrambling because this $4 million, even though it doesn't sound like a lot, it's a major, major deal because it doesn't allow them the opportunity to have the 32 to $33 million they thought they were going to have. And so you're limited now unless you can get Anthony Davis to waive that $4 million, which, again, don't give money back. <laughs> Thank you. This idea is going to give money. Well, he'll make it up in the long run. I'm sure they're trying to sell him on anything right now. Understand this again. If you're an organization, we talked earlier about the Kemba Walker situation down at Charlotte, but if you're an organization that gets the rep of telling players to give money back, you don't want that out there. No. No, no, no. You, you don't want to be one of those organizations because it's going to be tough for you to deal with free agents down the road. All right. I really want to get to this with you about Anthony Davis. I'm going to go back to Dwight Howard. When Dwight Howard was the number one overall pick out of high school, he joined an Orlando team that was coming off a 21-61 and 61 season. They were bottom of the barrel. In his fifth year... They made the NBA Finals. I know the Celtics were all banged up that year, but they did beat LeBron and the Cavs along the way. And before you say, well, he had a great supporting cast. He had Richard Lewis. He had Turkaloo. He had Jameer Nelson. They got to the NBA Finals. Fifth year. So from 21 and 61 to NBA Finals. Five years. Anthony Davis has been in the league seven years. And in only two of those years have the Pelicans even made the playoffs. They've won exactly one playoff series in seven years. Olin, you were a big man playing against some of the greatest of all time. And when I think back to all the big men that came in the league during your time in the league, every one of them seemed to have a major impact between Winning and losing. Like overnight, they made teams that were not good great. David Robinson. I mean, the Spurs were a 60-loss team. Boom. Overnight. And I just gave you an example of Dwight Howard, the much-maligned Dwight Howard. When he went to Orlando, they went from winner to boom. Just like that. So what am I missing? What am I missing in Anthony Davis? He won a national championship at Kentucky. A great team out there. Why is it? With all the big numbers he has put up at both ends of the court, has it not translated into more victories? Um, It goes to show you that it's not just about numbers. You have to be a leader, and you have to be able to grab guys and say, hey, come on up here with me. I don't go down to your level. I bring you up to my level as a great player. You know, and unfortunately, that's the thing I don't see in him. You know, he's going to get his numbers, hey, you see, I got my numbers. That's all he cares about. That's what it seems like to me. Like a Boogie Cousins. Well, Boogie wants to win. You know, he does want to win. 
and he'll do whatever he has to to win. So it's way different than that. Okay, but so, I just okay, believe that well, Anthony, Dav- all right, what's Anthony a, what, Davis okay. is just not built like that. And so that's why I think he'll fit great with the Lakers. LeBron can still be the alpha, you know, and Anthony Davis can do his thing, you know, being a beta, but they still need another alpha to win. And they need a bunch of alphas to win. All right, so let's assume for a second they're not going to be able to create the max space. In other words, they're out. There's not going to be Kyrie or Kawhi or any of those guys. That's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, the bottom line is if you give out that complete max deal, you have no money left. I mean, you you still have to put together a team right now. All right, so you've got LeBron, you got AD, and you got Kuzma. You have no backcourt. So now, if you were to spread the wealth, do you go after a Danny Green? The guy that a lot of people are talking about, it's the return of D'Angelo Russell. Yes. Uh, who, if, would be certainly expendable for the Nets if Kyrie ends up with the Nets. What do you think of that? I mean, obviously, the one guy that ripped him, Magic Johnson, is no longer directly involved with the organization. Uh, he is now an all-star, certainly had an all-star season with the Nets. How would you feel that D'Angelo Russell's game would mesh with A.D., Kuzma, and LeBron? I think it will be good, um, honestly, um, regardless of what happened. You know, he, again, young man makes a mistake. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't just, you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. And, you know, he turns into an all-star. They got rid of a couple of all-stars. Now they talk about bringing not only D'Angelo Russell, maybe Brooke Lopez, bring him back, but you already had him. And so it's like... What are you doing? You're just revisiting everybody that we gave back. You might as well go and get Julius Randle back as well. <laughs> exactly. And so to me, I would not go for the home run. I would make Kyle Kuzma my, th- my third superstar or my third star, so to speak, and let him develop into that because he is a good player. He's averaging 18 points a game. That's good enough. He's the worst defensive player in the league. And he's, is, and he's listed as a power forward, well, which obviously guess what? he's not. Guess what? He's not alone. <laughs> He's not alone. Okay. So, you know, you go and spread that money across. You get a couple of nice pieces. A Seth Curry would be perfect for the Lakers. Yeah, people don't know this. Seth Curry has a higher three-point percentage than his brother. Yeah, Seth Curry would be great. They need shooters. Patrick, Desperately Patrick need shooters. Beverly. I love Beverly's game. That would be but you can go and get a couple of players. Right. You, right, if you go get another th- uh, Max guy, right? That's you're it. not going to get good enough players. So now you're going to play against, you know, three guys are going to be playing against everybody else. That's not enough. We're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. I want to get to uh, LeBron James. He seems to be sort of the forgotten guy. We got Kawhi <laughs> Leonard. We got Kevin Durant. We got Clay Thompson. We're talking about all these free agents. Remember LeBron James, folks? I mean, I know we talk about Space Jam 2, but there's more to LeBron than that. He still has three yards on a contract with the Lakers. Are they going to make the most of it? Is LeBron still LeBron? Olden's going to weigh in on that coming up next. Steve. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. 
Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Steve Harbin and Olden Polonese here on this big Saturday. Were you in the running for Space Jam? No. But I did go and um, play basketball with Michael back then. You talk about the the original one or the, the original one? one? I mean, Sean Bradley yeah. was in it. Well, I mean, no, on. I could have been in it, but um, I actually, you know, got caught up doing some other stuff. But I was hanging out with them, playing basketball and everything else, and that was a lot of fun, though. Michael, now, was it, Michael was had there? that hooked up. All right, so Space Jam, uh, it has its place, you know, was wasn't a superstar hit, but I mean, for some people, it's there's a lot of nostalgia. So all these years later, we got Space Jam Two coming up, starring LeBron James. I want to ask you about LeBron. So someone that played throughout the uh, Jordan era, and I'm not talking about the player. That's a separate issue about you know better player. I'm just talking about star power impact. Where where do you fit LeBron into the equation? I mean, if you if you're using Michael Jordan as the measure, the pinnacle of the overall star power of an NBA player, 
where where does LeBron fit in? Uh, LeBron's his own entity only because, again, with Mike, there is no equal. You know, I agree. And, and I said with this, the Air Jordan shoe <laughs> outsells everybody. And the man hasn't touched a basketball <laughs> in over 15 years. Right. <laughs> so to me, that's if you want to know the level of Michael Jordan's greatness, that's what it is. It's it's stuff like that. And the fact that you go anywhere in the world, you know, there's places you can go to, you say LeBron James, they probably won't know him. And it's It might not be a lot, but there's a few. But Michael Jordan, it, it, it's a different animal. It, he's just a different dude. You know, there was only one athlete that could rival Jordan in that respect, and that was Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer, his brand made tens of millions of dollars 50 years after he last won a major. I mean, he sat down and put iced tea with lemonade and created the Arnold Palmer. (laughs) I mean, there aren't many people that understand the marketing aspect. You know, we always talk about the difference between greatness and being a star zion williamson has yet to play an nba game and yet he's a bigger star than Kawhi leonard yes his brand is bigger than Kawhi leonard look at baseball bryce harper is limping along hitting 240 again but he's he's a bigger marketing star than the best player in baseball, Mike Trout. Yes, that's true. I mean, Kawhi Leonard and Mike Trout, to me, are almost the same guy in the sense that they are arguably the best. Well, in Trout's case, he is the best. And and certainly you can make an argument for Kawhi right now. But they don't have that interest in the marketing aspect. LeBron does. But how successful has he been since coming to L.A. with the shop and his producing of these other shows right now? Is he doing this the right way? Is it working for the LeBron brand? It is. and It's definitely working because he's grown his empire. And so not, I'm not trying to knock him when I made the comparisons with Jordan. It's just that there is no comparison with Michael Jordan. Right. And you got to look at it also from this standpoint. What's LeBron doing? He's doing basically everything Michael Jordan did. You know, look at him now with Space Jam 2. Oh, Michael already did that. And so to me... Michael Jordan is the benchmark, and he's the linchpin. He's whatever you want to use, and everybody else is trying to still be like Mike. But, you know, I'm not going to take anything away from LeBron. He's iconic figure as well. I will always give LeBron this. I do believe consciously, activism, and philanthropically, He's he's way better than Michael Jordan ever. Jordan was. never wanted to ruin the brand. When I say no. ruin the brand, let's that ruins the wrong word. Jeopardize the brand. Jeopardize, yeah. Uh, because once you take a political side, you immediately divide the field in half. Simple oh, as automatic. that. If you are going to get involved into the political aspect, you're going to divide the field in half. And remember, remember Oprah when she was speaking. I think it was at the Golden Globes, and people were like, "Oh, please, please run for president." And she's like, "Are you nuts? <laughs> I got like an 85 percent approval rating. I ain't going to jeopardize that. No way, no chance, no." Now she didn't say that, but it pretty much that's what she indicated. Um, 
Let me ask you that, though. I'm, I'm glad you brought up that point of LeBron. And yes, he has taken stances that obviously uh, he has a lot of support and he has a lot of people against him. And you know, a lot of the stuff he says on the shop, he's bringing other people into that conversation. So we do agree that LeBron is still the biggest star in this league. Yes. There's, that, there's no question about right now in this league. Uh, if you're Adam Silver, who has been very much a player's commissioner, which is interesting since he's employed by the owners, uh, is this a healthy direction for the league? I mean, you know, to give the, the players the freedom of expression, especially with the proliferation of social media, but ultimately, could that be to the detriment of the league, especially from an owner's standpoint? No, it's not to a detriment. And you got to always remember, Steve, freedom's not free. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thank you very much. You were right about that, Olden. So it's not free. Yeah, we going to let you do your little thing here and there. But at the end of the day, the players also know there's certain things they can't do. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, it's with with hesitation sometimes that they do it. But when it's outwardly, you know, there's certain things that they took a stance on. But, again, they just can't go out there and do and say whatever they want. So I think Adam Silver knows that as well. And But he has a lot of these guys to kind of like, you know, just, you know, be out there, most socially conscious, but yet within reason. Are you offended by the term owner? Of course, I've always been offended. I've spoke about this years ago when All I was right. on my I, hunger I want to hear strike. This. I spoke okay, about so it. now uh, you know it's become, uh, uh, especially in the NBA, that no, no longer do we want to use the term owner, uh, governor, investor. This really came to light with the uh, investor of the Warriors that got involved with the shove uh, with Kyle Lowry. So why is it that uh, owner, that label, uh, is something that you think should be? Uh, expelled from the NBA? Uh, it's too obvious. <laughs> okay. Owner, you know, you don't own me. We're, we're a team. Everything should be as teammates. You know, just like the coach is not better than me because he has that title. And so to me, when we started hearing that term used, the owner of this team, you know, I'm your owner. No, you're not. You don't own me. I work for you. You know, employer, employee. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I, you're not my owner. And so it's always going to have that connotation of racism because that's what we remember, you know, from slavery. It's unfortunate, but that's what it is. Now, you do understand there will be a lot of people saying that that's to, to make the comparison of slavery uh, to a relationship between these people running organizations and the players it, it's really comparing apples and oranges. No, it's not. And I'll break it down for you, if I may. General manager wakes up. I want to trade you to you to this team. Right. I buy and sell. Mm-hmm. I trade players. Look at my young butt. Look at this guy. They do the measurements. Okay. That's what they used to do on the trading block. Yes, they did. Okay. Oh, he's six eight, two sixty five. Oh, I want that guy. Right. Come on now, there's sim- there's so many similarities that you just can't overlook it. And again, I'm not saying that these people are racist or anything like that, but there's there's just too many, you know, too many things that are that are aligned and the word to always be used. And so there has to be a reason for the commissioner himself to say we're gonna change it. 
And so over the years, we've always felt uncomfortable with the terminology owner. And so that's all it is. Again, I'm not saying that anybody's racist or anything like that. They've gotten rid of all those guys, you know, (laughs) when they did that shift quietly, you know, got all those guys out. And Sterling was the last one, supposedly. But, you know, well, apparently we got this guy with the Warriors there, but he didn't make any racial comments. No, he just put his hands on it, you know, and it wasn't even like a hit. He just kind of. Sometimes we do make too much of a lot of things. You thought that was overplayed. Of course, because um, you could easily say the same thing about Drake when he rubbed on Nick Nurse. You can't put your hands on a coach. You can't put your hands on somebody, period. Well, you can't if you're Drake. So yeah, Drake, Drake's different. And, and then there was a kid that yeah. somebody ran by, he patted him on the back, Yeah. although it was his from his team, but you could make that argument. He put his hands on him. All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. In fact, great news. Quick and easy way for you to save money. Switch to Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com, see how much you can save. I've got a great solution for the NBA draft for you on the other side. Old. Wait, wait till you hear the, the bonanza I've got for you Ooh. waiting. Uh, but first, let's check in right now. Mr. Fenley is back. Brian, how are you, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? Toronto Mayor John Tory has asserted himself into the sports world, whether we wanted him to do so or not. And yeah, he has a plan to keep Kawhi Leonard with the Raptors. Toronto Way says we do it quietly, we do it in a determined way, but we make sure we all make our voice heard through something like a petition so that he can enjoy our city. And if you think about it, right now we're having finally some good weather. He's getting around to see the Jays play and do different things in our city with his family. And we want him to enjoy that, to really enjoy that experience this sounds sort of like a joke but who knows maybe signatures thousands of them at quietyoushouldstay.com will make the difference who knows hey online car shopping can be confusing but not anymore with true price from true car now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car so visit true car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience yukon giving the middle finger to the aac and will reportedly join forces with the big east again but don't worry the lowly husky football program will apparently live on as it looks for a new conference landing spot in the travelers championship is ongoing 36 hole leader zach suker bird his first two holes today. He is 13 under overall. Adam Long and Keegan Bradley right behind him, tied for second at 10 under. And the Nashville Predators trading P.K. Subban to the New Jersey Devils. Nashville receives Steven Santini, Jeremy Davies, and two second round picks. We'll be back with the fellas in a moment, but first, a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car seen it covered it talk to farmers we are farmers bum, 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 bum. underwritten by farmers truck fire insurance exchanges and affiliates products not available in every state let's head back to steve hartman old and paul niece in the geico fox sports studios hi right, brian thank you so much we'll talk to you a little bit later on once again we're coming live from the geico fox sports radio studios easy to save 15 percent or more on your car insurance at geico go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO the only hard part figuring out which way is easier so every single year in the nba We get down to the end of the year and teams are accused of tanking to give themselves a better opportunity to get the elite players in the upcoming NBA draft. And I have come up with the obvious solution. The obvious solution, Olden, is this. Eliminate the draft. 100% eliminate the draft. First of all, the only reason that the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball, and the NFL are allowed to have the draft is called... It's called anybody, anybody out there. It's the laws that govern 
of professional sports, the antitrust laws that allow them to run business as they see fit without any government intervention. Now, I've always said this, Olden, with the proliferation of sports gambling, now that it's going to be legal in all 50 states and more and more states are getting organized with gambling and so many dollars are going to be affected that eventually the government's going to get involved. I hate to say that. I don't think it's good for sports, but it's going to happen because they're going to have questions about officiating and everything else that would be affecting the outcome of the games. But let's get back to the draft itself. Can you imagine in any other business a draft? Seriously. Let's say I came out of college, right? I want to be a broadcaster. Hey, Hartman, you just got drafted in Des Moines. What? <laughs> no knock on Des Moines. My sister lives in Iowa, but you know what? It's Iowa Sam. I, I just use it as an example. That's but I'm fine. a SoCal guy. Anytime you, know, you bring I, up Des Moines, I mean, I'm happy. I, I don't I'm not interested in going there. But this is this is how incredible. But think about this. If you were to eliminate the draft, Olden, here's what would happen. First of all, every team would want to be good because you're trying to make yourself more attractive to get the top players to come in your direction. That's number one. The other thing, though, is you would say, well, wait a second, then one team could get all the picks. No, 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 no. You put limitations. You might have a, a rookie cap, how much money you want to spend on rookies. So maybe you decide to go all in, everything you got on a guy. Someone else may decide, you know what, I'm going to take that money and and sign two or three guys out of college. So I think long-term, for the overall health of the NBA, the elimination of the draft would be a great start. I'm in total agreement with you, Steve. I swear on everything holy, man. We talked about this yesterday. It's like it's the worst. It's archaic. You know, and, you know, someone who shall remain nameless was talking about, well, then, you know, guys won't want to go to Utah, Sacramento, but they will because Sacramento, Utah will be good and they'll have money to spend. Everybody can't go to the Lakers or the Miami Heat or, you know, all the top teams. You just can't do it. Some guys like to stay local, just like they go local in college. There's they might guys, want to stay where that's where I live. This is where exact, my family lives. I want to play for that NBA team. They forget. Not everybody wants to be in a in a major market, right. in a big city. Some guys do like Utah and yes. Sacramento and Cleveland. LeBron they had do. no problem being in Cleveland. Yeah, it worked out so that that's way. what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's absurd to think that it won't work. It will work. And yeah. you're right. It would eliminate tanking. Yes, it would make every team actually play out the season because there's no reason to tank. What you're trying to do at season's end is make your product, your company, your team more attractive so that people would want to sign with your team. I've never understood this whole thing of rewarding ineptitude. And look at how insane the draft is. It Seemingly, there were 60 picks made on Thursday. How many of those picks were traded? Half, half over half i yeah. mean it, it almost seemed like it was it was what was so hilarious was you know you start at number four right so technically it's still the lakers pick so i'm watching draft coverage even though you know it's not the it's not even the pelicans pick because they've already traded the pick to atlanta and they're showing lakers at number four what the laker needs are and what they're looking i'm like what are you talking about yeah, that's this, absurd this, I know that the trade isn't official at least early enough as July 6th, but 
again, it would make everything so much better. And the idea of the draft was to maintain a certain competitive balance. But if you get players that are forced to play with teams that they don't want to play for in cities they don't want to play in, then you have the mess like, well, like the Anthony Davis situation. Oh, of course. And it's happened time and time again. And you have the conspiracy theory. You know, uh, um, what you said earlier. About the Lakers and the Pelicans. The 4%, 2%, <laughs> but they get it. Patrick Ewing, really? The mm-hmm. Knicks that needed cold something? Card that yes. uh, David Stern pulled out? Come on. Yeah. Just let him go to New York. Right. You know, Zion, where would you like to go? Well, I mean, again, it's, it's, everybody's on an equal playing field then. You have 30 NBA teams, and they're all competing for the same amount of talent. Yep. And then now you do a better job of scouting. Sure. But you would have to put, again, a certain amount of money you can spend on your rookies. Yes. That way you say, fine, you want to go all in, you want to max out whatever it is, the most you can say. Maybe other teams say, well, I'll spread it over three players. And that's why a lot of teams, if you notice in the draft, like they'll pick the European guys because they don't have to deal with them right now. Correct. You know, you remove all of that in the equation now. Right. Because you don't have to worry about that anymore. You don't want, I don't want a rookie this year. You know, maybe I have an older guy. I'm going to bring somebody at his position, you know, to come in now. So it's a great idea. Boy, great minds think alike. (laughs) I think we're on the same page. All right. How do you feel about the elimination of the one and done? Did the one and done ever work really? Did it work well for college? Did it work well for the NBA? Uh, if indeed it's going to be gone in a couple of years uh, from now with a new collective bargaining agreement, how do you how do you feel about the one and done era? Because hmm. I believe the last ten number one overall picks were one and done guys. One and done, I, I never liked it because I didn't. Did think it work that- for the college game? It didn't work for the college game because it was, they were only there for a year. So you got a year worth of service out of a guy. But, it but you doesn't got Durant really, for a year. You got Anthony Davis for a year. But it doesn't really do anything for your school. And so to me, I never liked it because a young man, I've always said this, if I can go die for my country, I should go get a job. I should be able to go to the NBA and play basketball at 18. I 100% agree. I, again, I, how, how do you tell somebody – you're you're not eligible to play professionally. What does that even mean? I again, what, what sports works in a completely different world from the rest of us. I can I can get a job out of high school. I don't even have to graduate. I can get any job, right? Right? You can get a job. Maybe not get the great job, but you can get it. Not and not in the, the way they have it here. All right. So the one and done. What about the NBA argument? And this, you know, what it really had to do with when you think of all the successful guys that came straight out of high school, starting with Kevin Garnett and then with Kobe and LeBron and all these other great players that came straight out of high school and didn't miss a beat when they went to the NBA. Then you get a Kwame Brown, who was a serviceable player. It wasn't like Kwame was a zero, but I mean, he wasn't obviously a star. And then the owners, and I'll use that term, uh, started complaining that well, it's 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 really not fair for us to have to scout high school players. It just it's too taxing on us. Is that a fair argument at all? It's not a fair argument. It's like that's your job. <laughs> you got to go scout. You're getting paid for it. It's not like anybody's asking you to do this for free. And so, but the thing is, 
Um, Kobe and those guys, yeah, you know, they they, bec- they became great players, but they all struggled sure. for a certain extent. You know, two, How about three Jermaine years. O'Neal? Jermaine he O'Neal, sat on took four him five years, years. Four, four five years on the bench with Portland. Yeah, Tracy McGrady. Then he went to Indiana and became an all Tracy McGrady struggled Tracy McGrady, early sure. on. Yeah. And so it doesn't always work, but you got to do your job scouting. If I think this guy's going to be good mm-hmm. and I can, you know, predict 10 years into the future, yes, then I'm going to draft you. If I don't, you know, no, I'm not going to do it. Do but you like the expansion of the G League in the sense that now every team's going to have a team and maybe up the ante a little bit as up far the as ante, money? Make yeah. it like baseball. You know, my, you like I, that? that's why I love baseball. Yeah. You know, you sure. you come up through the ranks, yeah. single A, double A, triple A. Right. At le- that way I know you're getting Only better. Only you're drafted and make a, a nice bonus based on where you're drafted, but then you go to the minors and uh, you work You go to the minors, up. work your way up. If you're 18 years old, instead of going to college, you have that option. The kid, um, can't remember his last name, um, that just went overseas. He said, I'm not going to go to hi- college. I'm just right. going to go overseas and play for Did the Did I ever year. tell you the Brandon Jennings story? So my dear friend, Sonny Vaccaro, and he knows Sonny for years as well. Yes. Sonny came on my show and we asked him about the one and done rule. He says, "Well, you don't have to go to college. I mean, you could you could sign a professional contract overseas." Brandon Jennings' mother happened to be listening to my show that day. I think Michael Thompson and I were doing the show with Victor Brick at that time, and she contacted us to get in contact with Sonny and said, "Well, how does this work?" So he showed her the way. Brandon signed a one-year deal in Italy, got paid. Got paid. Didn't play a whole lot. Didn't affect his draft standing. He was still a top 10 pick, and right to the NBA he went. Why should I go to college to make a college coach money? Thank that's you. A, that's the argument that I've always had. Why right. should I go to college? I'm not going to – listen, doctors, people that want to be doctors go to medical school. Mm-hmm. People that want to be lawyers go to law school. I want to be a professional basketball player. I got to go to basketball school. That's it in a nutshell. I shouldn't have to be forced to go to college to quote unquote get an education. I want to be a basketball player. Thank you. Thank you. So at the end of the day, Shushevsky, all those guys, like um, Zion, you know, we're going to be saying Zion's name a lot, blows out his shoe. That's Shushevsky's deal. He has a Nike contract. Did you think it was wise for Zion to come back? Yeah, because he's young, he can get over it. But um, that shoe blowing up, that was Shushevsky's contract. He grew up playing Adidas shoes, you know, mm-hmm. on the AAU circuit yeah. with us. And so he doesn't have a say-so in this. He's got to wear whatever shoe the coach has a contract with. <laughs> so it's crazy to me. All right, I love it. I love this. All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. The whole dynamic of the college game and the evolution of the college game, based on what we both agree should be freedoms that these basketball players have yet to be afforded, coming up next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. 
and you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing and a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Steve Harbin, Olden Polonies, brought to you by Granger. Granger's got you back when it comes to safety and industrial supplies that help your facility run. Get what you need when you need it at Granger.com. Calipari at Kentucky got competition the last couple of years when Coach K finally gave in on the idea of one and done. And suddenly he got all the top picks away from Calipari. (laughs) It's amazing how Coach K had that power. But uh, let's look at the last couple of years uh, for Duke. I'm sorry, were they missing from the Final Four both years? Weren't they? Yeah. Yes, they were. That's interesting how that all played out one while your done. Cavaliers were the national champion. Yeah, it's hard because they had the experience mm-hmm. and they persevered from the year before. Ah, so it's, it's amazing hard. how a few guys that have actually got a little uh, time under their belt, a little experience with their coach, as opposed to that whole one and done idea. I mean, this was arguably the greatest one and done class ever. I mean, when you talk about hype with Zion and Barrett and Cam Reddish, I mean, and this was. And, uh, yeah, they lost. Yeah, three top ten players in the Mm -hmm. NBA. Mm -hmm. So it's tough, man. Coming out of high school, I don't care how good you are, and you're going up against guys that are 21, 22 years old that's already experienced it, 
that's what I'm saying. That one and done is it's a facade, man. Have you uh, have you been a Coach Cal fan? You know, when Cal got elected to the uh, Basketball Hall of Fame, he he brought on stage all his guys. I mean, again, creating this idea that I, I am the ultimate college coach of putting myself second and my players first. This has been always the selling point with Cal. Remember Boogie Cousins? He wanted to stay an extra year at Kentucky, and he said, "No, no, you're you're ready for the NBA." Do you buy that? Do you think Coach Cal is the ultimate selfless coach who is always thinking about his players first and himself second? I believe it because I've had personal experience with Cal. And he, he he's a great guy. Um, he definitely is. And I'll share this right quick. Um, a young man, I'll, I would never say the guy's name, went to Coach Cal. He, he didn't end up at Kentucky, but he's like, you know, I want, I want some money. Cal's like, I, I don't pay money. I can show you where to go to a bank to get a loan. <laughs> but we don't do that. Right. You know, I don't do that. Right. And so to me, that told me all I needed to know about him. So he was able to, let's go back to his UMass days with Marcus Camby. How did he get Marcus Camby to go to UMass? Um, I'm sure there was something invo- involved where there was some payments, but I think he's learned from that and changed his philosophy. How did he get Derrick Rose to go to Memphis? Same thing. Yeah, but, but at Kentucky, you don't have to do that. He, he doesn't have to. We're Kentucky. Right. It's a big difference. I agree and with he's you. Learned, yeah. And you have to evolve. You have to learn from your mistakes. Mm-hmm. Whether he knew or not, whether he did or didn't, I don't know. I don't think he was ever personally involved. Do you think but, he will... Uh, I mean, I, I mean, the guy's got a lifetime deal at Kentucky, but uh, I've heard Kentucky fans complain about him. He's won the same now of national championships that Tubby Smith that won. Tubby, yeah. So it's like, hey, you know, these guys are set, and so well, they got to make a decision. Do you want to take keep away them? the one and done? How's that going to work for Coach Cal? He's going to have to actually coach. That's <laughs> can he coach? Is, I mean, I know, he, out, I know right? he rides these guys hard. I mean, that's the the rep. I mean, even these one and dones, right? You're going to have to start coaching at some point in time. <laughs> <laughs> Earn that money. Are you are you a Coach K fan? <clears throat> I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew that was. I going hate at. Duke. I know you hate Duke. Okay. I know you hate Duke. You know, I look at it, and I do my uh, Sunday show with Dante Jones. Who was I at plead Duke, the you know. fifth. Well, I got 30 seconds here before the top. That's how you feel about Steve Kerr, Steve. Pardon. Yeah, I am just not a Kerr guy. <laughs> smug. I just, I, to me, when you smug Kerr, I mean, that, I can't separate the two. All right, one last word on Coach K. Do you believe, as a coach coach, he is elite, all-time elite? No. Okay, I just, you see that? <laughs> I, I, I'm speechless right now. Steve. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Continuing our role here on this a big Saturday, it is Hartman and Paul Anise with you, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. We are just watching the uh, Angels game against the Cardinals and talking about the city of St. Louis. St. Louis is the ultimate baseball city. There's no questions asked. And uh, Look, I've, grown, I've been a Dodger fan my entire life. But I've always said this, the Cardinals have the best looking uniforms in baseball, period, explanation point, in my opinion, and they have the greatest fans. This this is a city, there are more people living in Stockton, California than live in St. Louis, Missouri, and yet they draw three million plus a year. What they have done for Pujols, who hadn't played there in eight years, every time he comes to the plate, standing ovation like he just left. Best baseball fans anywhere. Okay. The uniform and fans, is that what you're saying? Both. Wow. Cardinals, to me, are the ultimate. I know you're a big Yankee guy, Olden. I get that. And yes. I mean, the Yankees have yeah. had Yankees. the greatest Pinstripes. success. It but is I mean, to me, the Cardinal <laughs> uniform is the best-looking uniform. In my opinion. I mean, I, I'm just giving I'm you not speaking for right anyone have, but me. You have me. every right to have that bad opinion. I mean, that opinion. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> to me, the bird, the Cardinal, and every, it's the That's best. That's the logo. logo. Cool. But the, cool. the uniform, like, I mean, to me, Yankee pinstripes, 
as Gage our well, intern said. You could said, talk about Dodgers. Do- you Dodger, Red Sox. I totally agree. These are very uh, iconic uniforms, yeah. but to my eye, right. and I've been this way. I've followed baseball yeah. since I was a little kid. I was always in love with the Cardinal uniform. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. It's Yankees and everybody else. <laughs> wow! Look at you. Now you know the Cardinals won the second most World Series behind the Yankees. Yeah, how much? How many is that? I think it's like 12, 11, or 12. Okay, yeah. that's not 27. Okay. 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 Uh, <laughs> you know what but, uniform but, but comes... The, the fact that the St. Louis Cardinals draw over 3 million fans mm-hmm. a year in a city that has about 600,000 people is pretty amazing. Obviously, a lot more people are coming to Cardinal fans games than people that live in the city of St. Louis. I mean, there's nothing like it. It really is, it is The Cardinal way. Right? Cardinal that's way. And how about these fans, huh? What do you think? I mean, no, what they're doing I, for Pujol. I, I got to respect them just for a minute and 20 seconds standing ovation. Right. That was impressive. They're and it standing went every lo- time still today. Yeah, and it would have went longer if the pitcher hadn't thrown the pitch. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. And that you're talking about eight years ago. Right. Left. It's been eight years. And it's like, oh, my goodness. That, it gave me chills. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure. Can you imagine if you're Pujols? I mean, he has been much maligned. Let's face it. And it's not that he's a bad guy. I have a lot of questions about Pujols' career. And I got a question I, I, for you right now. What's that? Steroids or no? Let me give you an uh, answer to that. <laughs> you remember the Mitchell Report, Olden? <laughs> yes. The day that the Mitchell Report came out. Don't do it, Steve. I'm telling you, I said it that day. Do it! The day the Mitchell Report came out, about 15 minutes before it was publicly released, we got a list of names on the list. And one of them was the biggest star in baseball at the time, Albert Pujols. 15 minutes later, the list came out. All the names we have been told were on the list, except for one. Magically disappeared. Wow. Magically, we said it that day. I'm not bringing up something that is, you know, we said it. We were like, we said going in, wait, where's where's Pujols' name? We were just handed a list 15 minutes ago. It was there before. Now it's gone. Wow. Now that's that's interesting. Tarnish a man on national radio. Hey, man. All I know is the Pujols that we've seen with the Angels ain't the guy that he was in St. Louis. Uh, I can agree with that. But I I mean, (laughs) not even close. But Major League Baseball is going to have to do something about that whole PED thing, man. Come on now. Well, what what can you do? Now, whoa, whoa, whoa. You getting stuff over the counter, you getting suspended 80 games? Come on. If it's illegal, you get suspended. If it's not illegal, you shouldn't be suspended, period. Uh, A nasal decongestant should not ban me 80 games. Well, you have a, a, remember, remember Ryan Braun when he got busted? This was an all-timer because Braun had just signed a new huge contract with the Brewers. And Ryan Braun so weighs he gets, 12 pounds. Well, Ryan Braun, all of a sudden, but you guess what wasn't void? His contract. His contract, yeah. So he sits out half a season, lose a half a year contract, but guess what? Now, of course, he's a fraction of what he used to be when he was juiced out of his mind. All that money is still coming his way. <laughs> that juice has nothing to do with hand-eye coordination. No, it doesn't. Okay, well, uh, I'm glad we're on this right now, Alden, because no I, always, I respect this, especially from an athlete. When you're a an elite athlete, as obviously you have been and are, 
now you passed on that athleticism, by the way, to your kids. I understand uh, a couple of scholarship uh, kids uh, for the Polonese family. Yes, indeed. Congratulations. Uh, thank you very much. One in basketball, one in football. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. I'm very proud of them. All the hard work they put in, it pays off. But it helps to have a little, uh, you know, the dad has that kind of athleticism. All right. So oh, they my... got that from somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, but the bottom line is, is that as a former athlete who did it right, do you really how what is your view of of players that use and perform performance enhancing drugs i'm just i'll make a very simple i don't care i honestly don't care now why don't you care and here's why i say that again if it's illegal it's one thing if it's not illegal it's something else because everything can quote unquote be a performance enhancing drug yes gatorade is a performance enhancing liquid Right. You know, anything. So all the guys that are in the Hall of Fame, I'm sure they have stuff that went on. Sure. And so to me, you know, alcohol's legal. So many guys use alcohol. Mm-hmm. And they're okay with that. Right. So that's my point. If it's legal, it should not be banned substance. And so to me, that's the, that's why I say I don't have a problem and I don't care because it's like, come on now. It's not making you that much better. Canseco is the king of steroids and he's a horrible baseball player. Right. Okay, well, let me ask you this. When you, when you still see Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens, seven-time MVP, seven-time Cy Young Award winner, arguably amongst the greatest five players who have ever played the game, Still on the outside looking in for the Hall of Fame. How do you feel about that? I hate it because these guys were Hall of Famers before the steroids thing. Right. And so they got to give them a pass on that one because now people are just trying to make examples out of folks. And to me, that's not right. If you're going to make examples, then you got to go all the way back to the 1800s then. And take some of those racist people out of the Hall of Fame. Well, and, yeah. See, now you're speaking my – see, here's what I've always said. It's ugh. always amazing to me when baseball tries to take the high road, right? You know, like, you have jeopardized the integrity of our sport. Oh, really? You mean the sport that banned an entire race between before 1947? The integrity of that sport? What kind of integrity are we talking about, baseball? Don't give me that garbage. No, no, no. It, 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 a no, bunch no, no. of hypocrites, man. That's the hypocrisy I, yeah. knows no limits. Knows no limits. So you're talking about the integrity of a sport that banned an entire race before 1947. That's the sport we're talking about, please. Anyway, that aside. Uh, but it's nice to see what the Cardinal fans are doing. Uh, for a guy that meant a lot for this Cardinal organization. Uh, and no, there's no quite a doubt about that, what Albert Pujols meant. By the way, I've been asked by Gavin, our producer, saying you're not going to let that Coach K thing go, are you? All right, let me just follow up. So right before the top here, we're just talking about Coach K as a coach. Now, you've done a lot of coaching yourself, Olden. You've been around coaches. I mean, you know coaches, okay? When, when, we, when, we, when we judge coaches on their actual ability to coach, what kind of criteria do you set in gauging a coach's ability to coach? Number one, getting the most from your players. Number two, X's and O's. Got to really be good at that. And number three, being able to navigate through the game, in-game management. Oh, all right. Let's go back to the last game that Coach K coached, Elite Eight. 
Got his super freshman out there playing Michigan State. Pretty good coach on the other side, Tom Izzo. So Michigan State's trying to navigate toward the end of the game. And in the last 90 seconds of that game, Zion Williamson, the National Player of the Year, did not touch the basketball once. Now, is that because R.J. Barrett wanted to play hero? Is that on Barrett? Is that on the coach? Is that uh, kudos to Tom Izzo on the other side? How does that happen? It's the coach. You got to draw up a play where the number one guy, the guy that's pretty much unstoppable, can get a touch. You have to. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, R.J. Barrett was not trying to play hero ball. It's like nothing was drawn up, so let's do something. And that's what he did. How does that happen? I mean, you got a trip to the Final Four on the line. So if I were to ask you, if I could you know, just start from scratch and have a, a coach for today, and I'm going to give you two choices. Coach K, Tom Izzo, who would you pick to coach your team? I'm picking Izzo. I hate Duke. Did I not make that clear earlier? Okay, well, okay. Well, no, no, no. I, I understand the Duke hatred, but I'm just talking no. about from a coach's I'm, I mean, I'm picking Izzo because Izzo gets more out of players than anybody I've ever seen. It's like his teams, some way, somehow, finds a way to get to Final Four. You know the that. prime example of that is Draymond Green. I will never forget this about Draymond Green. It was his, his last year at Michigan State. And Tom Izzo, what's that? What do you got? What, what's going on here, Sint? Oh, I just have a little bit of a. I disagree a little bit with Holden. That uh, Coach K compo- compared to Coach Izzo. All right, One well, guy, well, hold yeah, on a second. Yeah, you're you're an Iowa a- guy, so you're anti-Izzo. <laughs> no, no, I love Tom Izzo. He's a great coach. All right, well, let me finish the Izzo, then I'll get your your story on this one. So, Tom Izzo was talking about Draymond Green, and he says, "Look." I've had more talented players than Draymond. He is the greatest leader I've ever had on a team. And why this was important is, is that he knew it mattered to Draymond to hear this. And obviously that leadership that Draymond exhibited in college, the idea that Izzo put in his head that you are a great leader is carried over into his NBA career. Yes. See, this is where you have to go beyond just the guy can shoot. or He saw something in this kid, Draymond Green, saying, you know what you are? More than anything else, you're a leader. Father figure. Yeah. And so he created, helped create. I mean, Draymond obviously had it in him, but he brought it out, and it's carried Draymond all the way to where he is now in the NBA. Yeah, because you imagine if he hadn't made that statement, mm-hmm. Draymond might not be the player he is now. Mm-hmm. But he had that belief in him from hearing it. It's like, oh, man, I can be, and it's okay for me to be a leader. Yeah, and uh, it's something I do well. All right, Iowa Sam, let's explain yes. why, again, yes, Iowa you Sam. would take <laughs> Coach K 10 times over Izzo any day of the week. Well, you look at Izzo. He's made a bunch of Final Fours, right? Yes, he has, but with he's much lesser talent. Oh, wait, eh? The recruiting edge goes to Duke. It goes to Duke, without a doubt. You want to compare Duke players to Michigan State over there? They're definitely more Duke players in the NBA than Michigan State. Right. Yeah. That doesn't. Izzo has definitely boosted their yes. those prospects into NBA okay. guys. <laughs> that being said, though, look at the. Izzo hasn't won a national title for almost two decades, yeah. and he's Again. only won what? He, and and K, K has won what? Four national titles. All right. So this, this is the easy route here. Just count the championships, right? 
Yeah, it, it does matter. Because you look he at also Calipari, he only has He one. gets more bang for the buck. You think Izzo does? Yes. And whereas Coach K gets all the top players and doesn't get the bang for the buck. I mean, I could go over, I'll put it this way. No coach has been ranked number one going into the tournament more times than Coach K and come up short. I mean, people- He's people on a hot this, streak right now. We, we do forget that- Four straight years, in 99, yeah. 2000, 2001, and 2002, four consecutive years, Duke was ranked number one in the country going into the tournament, and they only won the championship one of those years. One. I think you it's maybe a little You know how many times Michigan State bias. has been ranked number one going into the tournament? Zero. Still, though, only has that one national title. I mean, doesn't matter. Okay, all right. Well, you see, I, I your, your bias against Michigan State is blatant because you're an Iowa guy. No, no, yes. no. no. No, what do you mean? No. They yes. listen. I see them play against my Hawkeyes. You, you they still believe them every that time. Steve Alford is better than Tom Izzo? No, absolutely not. I really, George Rabbling is better. <laughs> I never said any Tom Izzo. I never said Alford okay, was better. Well, I'm putting Izzo. words not in your mouth. That's what I do very well. All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Speaking of coaches, remember how they said Luke Walton? He was a bad mix for LeBron and all these young players. What about Frank Vogel? You remember that guy? The Lakers actually hired. How's he going to do with LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kyle Kuzma, and whatever they decide to do from his point forward? We'll discuss coming up next. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Oh, yeah. Sir Duke. Look at you. I, why are you a Duke fan? Are you a Duke I'm not, fan? I'm no, not. No one is a Duke fan. I was fan just thinking, though, you're a Duke person. that Olden... That's the only song by Stevie Wonder I don't like. Sorry, go ahead. That's the only song by Stevie Wonder I don't uh, like. Of course. See, I'm saying, <laughs> I was just thinking about this. Where's the bias call out on Olden? He doesn't like Duke, so he, of course... There's that's a gonna, reason he doesn't in, like Duke. He played in Virginia. It's a rival. Yes, yes. He's a Virginia guy. Hard yes. to beat, though, right? Yeah. I hate them. They mean people. <laughs> okay, are there fans, that's, fans see, are that's mean a too? whole different level. That, well, they're mean. Okay. Well, it's uh, Cameron Indoor. How's that play? Oh, my God. I loved it. Oh. Well, they still only have, what, like 9,000 seats in that place? Listen, they're on top of you. You can smell their breath, everything. <laughs> I loved it. I love it, mm-hmm. especially when you beat them. Mm-hmm. You beat them in Cameron. Oh, that's there's no other greater feeling. Now, when you None. when you actually were playing at Virginia, they wanted to fire Coach K. Three years into his run, they were bad. But then he started bringing in you know Mark Allery and Johnny Dawkins uh, and that Tommy first Amager. group, yeah, and uh, oh, that's right, Jay Billis, those guys. Yeah. So, uh, so you got to go against that that first yeah. real wave of success that Coach K had at yeah. Duke. And um, it was enjoyable. I loved every minute of it, the wins and the losses. Because you always want to play against better competition. You yeah. know? And those guys, they were really good. I remember my first game against Jay Billis, whose arms were the size of my legs. <laughs> the huge you arms. You know, Mark yeah. Allery and all yeah. those guys. I mean, they were, you know, I, I say I hate them jokingly, of course. Right. But those guys, man, they, they performed. 
and they brought when the they best lost out to of Louisville you. in that championship game again, ranked number one in the country. Duke and they uh, do that quite a bit. Purvis Ellison, <laughs> yeah, they did a lot of that. I was going over some of those stats, but uh, Purvis, uh, were you rooting for uh, Louisville? Or of you course, for- I was. <laughs> I'll root for it. Listen, are you an ACC guy? I mean, come I on, hate now. the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> okay, and I will root for the Boston Red Sox against Duke. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. All right, I want to ask you about a guy that. Uh, had a pretty good run as a coach of the Indiana Pacers, Frank Vogel. Next stop in Orlando didn't work out so well. And now he's the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. And by all accounts, he might have been, at the very best, maybe their third choice, maybe their fourth choice. We're not exactly sure. I can understand why Vogel took the job, especially since he apparently has a co-coach or maybe multiple co-coaches on that team. But let's, let's take them out of the equation for a second here. All right, Frank Vogel was known as a defensive coach. That was his bread and butter. I mean, he made Roy Hibbert into a highly serviceable big man that no one believed he ever would be far better in Indiana than he was anywhere else. So, that being said, maybe taking an overachieving Pacers team to a level that many people did not expect – how does he fit in with a superstar like LeBron James, a superstar like Anthony Davis? How's that going to work? Well, first of all, are they going to bring Hibbert back too? Okay. So, <laughs> okay. All right. Hopefully not. All right. How does he fit they, yeah, in? Yeah. He's going to like stay out of everybody's way. You Is know, he? I think he's earned enough respect to not, you know, try to come in there and, you know, say oh, I'm the man cuz that's out of the question, especially coaching LeBron James. So I do believe he's going to basically stay out of the way and let these guys do they, you know, let them do their thing. You know, um, he's he's very astute offensively. He doesn't get a lot of credit for it, but um, you know, defensively is where he made his, you know, his bread and butter. But I think he's going to be all right for them. You know. All right. Well, you you do have a couple of guys sitting on the bench, though. Oh, let's start with major. let's start with Jason Kidd, uh, who is the highest paid assistant coach in the entire NBA. Well, we know Kidd wanted the job. Part of his sell was is that he helped create Giannis uh, into a champion. Although it's interesting because people forget a year ago when Jason Kidd was let go, they were one game over five hundred. And a year later, they had the best record in the NBA. So that's quite a leap from where they were under Jason Kidd to where they are right now. But there's another guy you've known for many, many years, Jason Kidd. How is he going to adapt to his role? And what is his role actually going to be on this Laker coaching staff? I don't know right now because I don't know if he's co-head coach, if he's um, first assistant. But and he was in line for the job. He interviewed for it. So it's going to be very, very tricky. It's a slippery slope because you got a guy sitting, basically a head coach in waiting. You know, like I asked you earlier, you know, off air, what's the over and under on when Jason Kidd or Lionel Hollins ah, gets the job? You didn't even mention Lionel Hollins, who's <laughs> the winningest coach in Grizzlies history. All right, I, I, I'm asking you. You got Lionel Hollins, very respected coach in this league for many, many years. You have Jason Kidd, another head coach, a Hall of Fame player, and then you have Frank Vogel. Well, how's that work? I it mean, wor- how, how does it work when you have all these head coaches actually, on one staff? You know what? If they do it right, it should work great because LeBron's going to respect Jason Kidd and Lionel Hollins, and in kind will have to respect. Frank Vogel 
But you have to delegate authority. There has to be a chain of command exactly. to find. I've always said this about basketball, maybe more than anything. Successful basketball teams have a clear definition of players. I mean, I remember the Showtime Lakers. You could pick almost any random box score, and they looked identical every game. Yeah. I mean, everybody had a defined role. They accepted their role. And that worked best for the team. Well, it's the same with the coaching staff. I mean, when you bring all these new people together with the Lakers, coaches, players, and everything else, how, how do you know it's going to fit? Because Frank Vogel is going to stay out the way. Like I said, he's going to allow Jason Kidd to have the relationship with LeBron James. If I need something done, I can go to Jason Kidd, my assistant or my associate, whatever, and have him talk to LeBron, and I think that's what's going to make it easier for Frank Vogel because they brought in Jason Kidd and Lionel Hollins. His resume speaks for itself. So now some of the stuff these guys would have done with Frank Vogel they're not going to be able to do because you have two other guys that have been you know, great coaches. And so it's going to make it tough for LeBron to be LeBron. I'm sure he's going to still do his thing, but it's going to be hard. Well, I want to get into that. We we, we we touched upon the marketing value of LeBron. You know what we haven't gotten to is LeBron the player. What kind of player is he still? All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Let's bring Brian back. Mr. Fenley is uh, ready to roll. Find out what's trending out there, Brian. Hey, thank you so much, Steve. You know, Toronto Mayor John Tory is acting like he's up for re-election soon. He went on the microphone today to unveil this glorious plan to keep Kawhi Leonard in Raptor land. Tory, the brainiac he is, is insisting fans all they got to do is sign an online petition at quietyoushouldstay.com and quit bothering Leonard in public because that's going to dissuade him. And he says you got to be quiet about it and respectful and be determined. And that is, in his words, the Raptor way, whatever the heck that means. Zach Sucker is owning the course at the Travelers Championship. He leads at 14 under. He's birdied three of his first six holes. Keegan Bradley in the hunt in second at 10 under. The Mets are stuck in one of their trademark midseason malaises, but they're actually winning a game. Yeah, it's possible. Five zip against the Cubs through three innings. Pete Alonso clubbing his 26th home run, tying Daryl Strawberry's Mets rookie record. UConn flips the bird to the AAC and will link back up with the Big East Conference. Husky Sports will compete in the Big East beginning in 2020. The football program that is often forgotten and un- often underperforming. They are still searching for a conference landing spot because according to the USA Today, the AAC doesn't want any thing to do with Husky football being a part of its league. We'll be back with Steve Hartman and Olden Paul Neese in a moment, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to Farmers. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchange and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. And Steve, if only UCLA could get more than three wins in football this year, we hope to see that happen back to you guys now uh people don't know this about brian uh he was the broadcaster for every single ucla team men and women is that correct so i do the coaches show during football and basketball season that weekly coaches show on the local affiliate here am 570 in la where we interview players and we talk football and basketball and uh, breakdown matchups and all that, but you've done all the all the other sports. I've done a lot of the Olympic sports, like soccer and tennis. I do tennis, all kinds of different tennis events. Yeah, look so at you, Brian. I'm just trying to learn from you, man. All right, uh, yes, Sam. 
I would like to know your guess, uh, Steve and Brian, uh, wins UCLA football wins this year. What's your prediction? Ooh. All right, well, this is I, a good I, one, right? Chip I, Kelly, I'm, I'm you're too. Say, I would say they will get to six. I think six and six. Six? Ooh, I think they will. They actually four. will barely sneak no, into. They'll 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 sneak into a low bowl game. Brian, I'm going with six two. Steve, oh, see was, that great minds think. I was alike. thinking more seven to eight. Well, wow. I hope you're right. I haven't looked at the but schedule. But that's a mighty leap from where they were a year ago. It believe is. me. Yeah, that's Chip, Chip Kelly. Kelly Chip two. Kelly came in and believe me, had a clean house. Five wins. Jim Mora made a mess of that place, and they had to clean house. <laughs> How's your Cavalier football team these days? Uh, anyway, so um, what were we on? Hey, they're decent. What happened to the days of the no, Wars? Bronco Mendenhall, Sean they're Moore, building. Herman they're building. You remember yeah. those great days back in the day? Yeah, you know building. it takes a while to build. They're building the basement right now. You know, they start <laughs> on the basement. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Uh, once again, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. All right. In the aftermath of the Toronto Raptors winning the NBA championship and the incredible postseason uh, that Kawhi Leonard had, that if people didn't know it before, they know it now. Kawhi Leonard's a hell of a basketball player. And at both ends of the court, he may be unmatched in this league right now. That being said, this league still has a guy named LeBron James, who averaged 27-8-8 for a really disjointed Laker team this past season. So he had his first significant injury as far as missing time. I don't count the games at the end because they shut him down. I think wisely there was no reason for him to be out there. What should we expect to see on the court from LeBron James? Is he going to be the player that we saw at the start of last season? Is he going to be the player who two years ago I thought had his best season ever, ever? 82 games, only time he ever played all 82, carrying that Cavalier team all the way to the NBA Finals. No Kyrie, all that disheveled mess. They had players coming and going. To me, it was the best season he ever had. Should have been the MVP, wasn't um, is he still the best player in this league? I'll say I'll answer it this way: LeBron could easily have won MVP every season. Absolutely. And so he's going to have a great year, I believe, based on the fact that you know he missed the playoffs or he had a chance to rest. <laughs> People don't realize those nine years of finals. That's almost like three extra years of NBA Eight regular in a row. season. Eight in a row. That's an absurd number. <laughs> That's insane. Because you got to you got to do eight times sixteen. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Four My rounds goodness. of playoffs. That's crazy. Eight straight years on top of an eighty-two you game adding, regular season. Yeah, you adding a lot of mileage to mm-hmm. you. So it's an incredible accomplishment. It's like two extra years. Yeah, at least two. And so to me, you know, with that being said, you know, I think. What I'm saying is this. If LeBron kind of likes uh, give just a little bit to AD, not make it his team, but at least kind of like relinquish just a little bit, mm-hmm. I think it'll make it a lot easier for him and he'll have more towards the end. Because he's got to remember, he's getting older. He might not believe it, but right. father time well, is undefeated. And and usually, and it's no everybody's the same, it'll show at the defensive end. I mean, you can't, you just can't do it. I mean, you can't be on ball and, and do all the things offensively you need to do. And this is was the same with Kobe. It's the same with everybody else, okay? You're going to have to give some on the defensive end to still do all the things you can do on the offensive end. So, 
hold on, you know, we're, we're trying. I mean, I can't underscore or undervalue the Lakers to what they mean to this league. Okay, and it's certainly I can't undervalue what LeBron means to this league. It is important for the NBA and the Lakers and everybody that they're relevant. I'm not just saying championship. I'm just saying relevant, like they're in the conversation. Um, so when you close your eyes, Olden, and have a visual of this this LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kuzma, you mentioned some names earlier that you might see on the court. We mentioned D'Angelo Russell, a Beverly, some veterans you might be able to bring in. I don't know, maybe bring in a Danny Green. He's a free agent. The piece is, what do you see? I mean, what what is your visual right now of what we're going to see on the court with the Lakers next season? I think they're going to be exciting. I think they're going to, if they get, they got to get two shooters. I don't care where they get them from, but they got to get two guys that can actually put the ball in a basket. Now, you mentioned Seth Curry. Seth Curry, I would definitely make him my number one option, to be honest with you, because the the kid can play. 44% threes last year. But you need somebody. I I would still have him like a a coming off the bench kind of guy. Right. You still got to go get a a starter that can put the ball in the basket. You know, just when those guys penetrate or there's a double team, because there's going to be a lot of that this year. But I think the Lakers make the playoffs. And they make a nice run because the West, believe it or not, is going to be somewhat open this year. Well, the Warriors are going to have to take the year off. Now, I I mentioned to you Dante Jones last week on the show with me. He suggested, knowing that even if they do sign Durant and and Klay Thompson long term, that they're just not going to be there next year. Uh, You you need to shut them down. Why would you jeopardize? It would be ridiculous. Um, But he said they should shut down Steph. Well, I mean, why why have Steph have to carry the weight of the entire organization, maybe to his detriment long term? That's not going to happen. You know, new building, new arena, yes, new city. So we got to we got to give them a product. <laughs> I think they're going to be okay. I th- and I, what are they? I say that with Bob My- knowing Bob Myers and knowing that he's going to go out there and, and make some moves. But they're not a top four seed in the West, are they? Are they, they a top four seed in the still West? Have. Wait a minute now. They still have three all-stars if they can bring back DeMarcus Cousins. But it's like, come on. They okay. They still have top-tier right, guys. Let, let, let's let's look at the West right now, okay? Is Houston still relevant or oh, is that no. infighting oh, problem? They're so dysfunctional right now. One of those guys got to go. They've always said, James Harden already said, make a decision, me or him. How about how about firing Mike D'Antoni and, and hiring Ty Lue? What do you think? That'll be good, but you got to resolve that um, CP3. Okay. How about, and how about OKC? Where do they stand right now? Oh, Lord. That's one of those. It's hard to figure them out. All right. Here's another team hard to figure out. How good is Denver? Denver's really good. They were the second best team yeah. in the West. That's the team of the future. And they show it in the playoffs. They got game. That's the team of the future. Portland. Made it to the Western Conference Finals. A lot of people thought if they had had an early exit that Lillard might have been gone from Portland. McCollum, Leonard, what do you think? Some uh, people are thinking they might land Kevin Love. How would you think of uh, Kevin Love going home going to Portland? Home, that'll be kind, that'll be good for them. Um, Lillard, you know, he's going to have to you know figure out what he wants to do, man. You know, stay there mm-hmm. and try to build or go somewhere else. I think he's he's starting to itch now that he probably would want to go somewhere else. Utah, are they relevant at all? Yes, I like the Michael Conley trade. I like that one a lot. That is a trade that some people were a little shocked at. Oh. 
You know, remember when Conley signed that deal? He was the first guy in the league to make thirty million. Okay. Remember, and everyone's like, "The guy's never even been an All Star." Look at his numbers. Look at his numbers. Um, I agree with you. I think that uh, a veteran like Conley coming at Utah team. All right, and and then and then there's the ultimate mystery team, and that's the Clippers. I mean, they they cleaned house. They created two max spots, assuming that they're going to get Kawhi Leonard. And everything hinges on that decision. If, if they that get doesn't Kawhi, happen, are they going to get Jimmy Butler? They would, better go get somebody. I know that much. Well, they everyone <laughs> thought they were going to get Durant. Forget it, that's not happening. So, um, Kawhi Leonard and who? I'm trying to figure out who else is available. I mean, Kyrie's going to be with the Nets, right? I mean, you had to buy us already, so that's not happening. Jimmy Butler, maybe, but I wouldn't do it. Mm. Because he's a young young player killer. <laughs> How about bringing Tobias Harris back? Uh, why? <laughs> okay, I'm just, I'm just throwing you. You might as well bring Blake Griffin back. <laughs> okay. All and right. Chris, and Chris Paul. Oh, by the way, you can bring DeAndre Jordan back. Oh, they talk about DeAndre to the Lakers. That's pretty cool. I like DeAndre with the Lakers. I like him, too. And one thing I've always loved about DeAndre is he knows what he can do and, and what he what can't do. what he can't do. do, exactly. I, I love guys that don't have any delusions about who they are. DeAndre never, knows exactly what he is. A, he's never going to shoot a three-pointer. He's uh-huh. never going to shoot outside of free throw lines. So All we're right. good. All right. We're going to do a little preview of where we're going to be a week from now. All right, I'm going to look into the crystal ball. It was to sit here in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. What's going to change literally in a week on the eve of signings for free agency? We're going to tell you coming up next. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing and a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Steve Harbin and Olden Polonies. Want to thank the guys today. Iowa Sam, who made it clear, took, he'll take Coach K 10 times over that overrated Izzo. Let me tell you something. Every time my Iowa Hawkeyes go to the Breslin Center, mm-hmm. they get destroyed. Yes. They get sent home in a body bag. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of respect for Tom Izzo. Well, when you think basketball, you think Iowa. Well, Big Ten basketball? No way. Yes. Oh, no, right. they haven't won a yeah. regular season conference title for like 40 years. So. I am well I aware of this. Them. Yes. Thank it's you. been a long time. Sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, a lot of sarcasm right there. I know you know the stats, Steve. Yes, I do. I know those stats. Gage uh, is here as well. And uh, last week we uh, we mentioned his girlfriend who was listening in the Austin airport. And uh, apparently we helped score some big points there. And uh, we'll do that every single time for you, Gage. Pride of Chapman. Pride of Chapman. <laughs> Shout Real out. school, by Shout way. out, Katie. Yeah. Chapman just won a Division three baseball title, right? Yes, he did. Yeah. That's a great school. Great school. Uh, Brian, family was in the house today. Actually, he's going to be in the house tomorrow. It's always good to uh, have the man on that has an allegiance to Mike Bruins. Although uh, Moses Brown, oof. what was he thinking? One and done, seven-one center, five-star recruit, did not get drafted. Can we talk more UCLA uh, over/under win totals? I love that. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Uh, and then, of course, our brilliant, uh, very rich, still waiting on the check, Gavin, <laughs> producer. Yes. We'll see how next week goes. Yeah. Uh, fun fact <laughs> about the Iowa Hawkeyes basketball program: amount of players in the NBA from Iowa, 
Zero. 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 Yeah. They haven't Ooh. had a first rounder for 20 years. You know who was a great Iowa player God. was uh, Johnny Johnson. Great player with the Seattle Supersonics way back in the day. The late Zero. Yeah. Zero. Mm. Yeah. Zero players currently. <laughs> and you're questioning <laughs> me about. <laughs> yeah. More players from Murray State yeah. than Iowa. Way wow. more. Way more. Way more. All right. So. Olden, as uh, as we now sit here, and uh, a week from tomorrow, of course, will be, uh, yeah, that, that big day, the 1st of July. Is that right? No. It's the 1st of July. Yeah, it will be a week from tomorrow. Um, what's going to be the noise this week around uh, the free agent circles? Are we going to just uh, be in the dark? I mean, I, I'll tell you a team we never even mentioned was the Knicks. Uh, they cleared all this cap space. They got rid of Porzingis. You know, they're you know they they thought they were going to get Durant and Kyrie. That was sort of the nucleus. Like we're going to get Durant, we're going to get Kyrie. That'll be the start, and then we'll go from there. I mean, are, are they going to end up goose egged here? What's going to happen there? Most likely, everything fell apart with that injury. Everything. Everybody's in a tailspin right now. They'll and still offer them everything they can offer them. You they're know, they're going the Knicks. to. Yeah, they're going to, and. You know, we'll see what happens. I think Kawhi is not has now become the main guy. It was KD mm-hmm. and Kyrie. No, because Kyrie, he's just riding the coattail right now. Brooklyn say we don't want you unless you can get Kevin Durant. <laughs> so now, why would you go to that team <laughs> when they make the statement like, "Hey, you got to be able to convince Kevin Durant to come to with you, or else uh, we're not really interested." We started the show today talking about if you go back over this period of time, year after year, most players stay because there's more money to stay. That's why the NBA set it up. Larry Bird ruled the whole shebang so you can keep your players. Yeah. All right. So for the city of Toronto right now, the mayor, a big story, he's telling everybody to back off Kawhi. Let him let him just be, okay? Let him make up his own mind. We do things that, I love it, the Toronto way, whatever that means, like, you know, the Toronto way. So if you were to set odds right now on a 1 to 10 scale, 1 through 10, 10 being the highest, 1 the lowest, what would you, where would you say he would stand about staying in Toronto, at least short term? Eight. Eight. I'm at an eight. Wow. And for the reasons we gave, two reasons. One, by staying in Toronto, everyone under contract, with the exception of Danny Green, he got a ready-made, oh, I know, NBA championship team. And then by waiting a couple years, he can actually make more money. Yes, sir. Long term. Yeah. So you're now up to an eight. I'm at an eight. That he stays in Toronto, at least short term. That championship made a difference. Mm Mm-hmm. It really did, and so to me, to be that's part of that parade, I mean, that's got to have some effect on you, right? It, it does, and people don't realize you have a whole country that made, loves you. <laughs> it's kind of like the old, you know, Mike Tyson quote: "Everybody has a plan until they get hit in the face." Well, everybody yeah. has a plan until they win a championship, right? All of a sudden, hey, wait a minute, this kind of feels good, you know? It was a million over a it. million people in the he streets. Yes, in a, Gavin has he. A, I didn't want to cut you off. He did it as the man, not as a sidekick. Right. And that's a better feeling. Has a superstar ever left a team after winning a championship in the NBA? Has left after winning the championship? Well, essentially, LeBron did. (laughs) No, no, the year after. Not the the year year. after. 
That's never, I don't think there's ever. No. Did Wilt do it back Bill in the Russell day? Bill Russell retired after winning his last championship at the yeah, top. I don't think yeah, anybody's ever there. just left to go to another yeah, team. So yeah. I think, well, it's a unique situation. It's a unique, very unique. I, you know, this was always the X factor. We weren't even thinking in terms of Toronto winning at all. Olden, phenomenal to have you around, man. Thank you, sir. Steve. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.